this hour. In fact, every minute of both hours of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now here's Neil. Thank you, Stuby, very much. That's a lot of presenting. Those folks deserve a big hand and a big thank you when you go into your Ace Hardware dealer. There are 30 stores that join together to sponsor this program, both hours, all day, all year. Please let them know that you listen. Please give them a big thank you when you go in. Ask for the manager or the owner, whoever is uh, in the store at the time, and let them know that you listen. It means a lot to me. Renewal time comes up at the end of the year for all my sponsors. Almost all of them are on calendar year uh, business plans, and and uh, it, it really is important that they know that people are listening to their advertising. So always ask that of you. Just say, hey, listen to you on, on Neil's program. I hear your ads, and thank you for sponsoring it. Uh, if you are in sales in any way, you understand what that means and the importance of it. If you're not, think about it just a minute. You you buy ads and and you hope that they have impact and and uh, you can you can understand that. Welcome to the program. We are here to answer your garden question. Well, actually, uh, yeah, my my producer. Mike Bass is here to answer the phone and to answer all of my inane off-the-air questions about how do I do this, how do I do that, how do we keep it on the air. Mike, what do we do? What did I do? What What's wrong? <laughs> he's been doing that for years now, and uh, he's very kind about it. He's very gentle, and uh, he keeps me on the air, which is not an easy task sometimes. I have uh, found many, many, uh, I think it's something like 15 or 20 ways to shut myself off the air. Buttons that I have pushed that I should, what are you doing? You don't push that button, Neil. Things of that sort. And Mike is very kind. Neil, I think you've pushed the button again. And uh, so he is there to, he'll, he'll be the first one you'll talk to when you call my phone to go on the air with me. And uh, then I'll be the one answering your garden question. That's what they trust me with. They give me a cough button and a microphone. That's all I deserve. And uh, before I go on the air, I have to get everything hooked together here so it it runs, but they give me plenty of time so that if I do something wrong, they have time to correct it for me. (laughs) But the cough button and the, and and see, I can press that button if I need to cough. That's, that's the limitive. I can't, I can't shut you off the air. Mike can, but I can't. And uh, they don't even let me do that. So that's fine. It's the way it should be. Here's phone number. If you'd like to call and get involved in this thing, it's 888-787-KLIF. 888-787-5543. This is the frequency 570 at which I began my programming way back when in, uh, in, uh, 1978. My first program was at a different set of call letters and, uh, they since sold and went out of the AM radio business, went out of the radio business altogether. And uh, KLIF picked it up years ago. It was kind of fun to hear them do all the transitioning and all of that. But but anyway, to my point, uh, I have been on the air 44 years at uh, three different, really, three different legacy radio stations, four now, because uh, also on Sunday mornings I'm on WBAP, 820 AM uh, dial from 8 until 10. That's uh, sister station to KLIF. All right, enough of that stuff. The phone number is 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. And I am a practical man. I know that I live in the world of Texas, uh, and I know that it is Saturday. I know that it's late September, and all of that adds together to equal college football on TV and on the radio and in your ears and your eyes and uh, Ryder Cup and all of that. I get that. And I know I'm head to head with all that, but in the off chance that you would like to talk gardening, uh, there are a lot of you out there. My audition, uh, before I ever was accepted to do radio at that other station back in 1977, actually, uh, before I started in 78, was against the Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving afternoon, and we had so many calls that they said, all right, that worked pretty well. Let's uh, let's put a program together. And, and so I know we can do this, but I really would like to see the phone lines fill up. We have three phone lines. That's all we use. And uh, this would be a nice time to show a little empathy for the talk show host. Give us a call. Uh, traditionally, fall is the most difficult time to get calls. And ratings are always strong, but the calls are always hard to come by. 888 787 
888-345-5543. Today's SPCA of Texas dog is Tanner. Tanner is a seven-year-old American Blue Healer mix, weighing 28 pounds. This is a girl. She's a pint-sized pup with a red and white speckled coat, triangular ears, and uh, brown eyes. She came to the SPCA of Texas through a hoarding case in August, where she had to share her space with a large number of other dogs. Tanner is a sweet, wiggly girl looking for a home of her own. She's the perfect little buddy. She'd love to cuddle up on the couch, play fetch, get lots of attention from her humans. She would prefer to be the only dog after that kind of an upbringing, and uh, she could have all the love to herself that way. Tanner is deaf. So she is looking for a family who will be understanding of her special needs. She is very smart. She is both crate trained and walks well on her leash. Potential adopters will even get to take her on a test drive through a trial adoption. If you're looking for a loving gal to cuddle with, Tanner is the perfect pup for you. She's waiting to meet you at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center in Dallas. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, loving, sweet Tanner has been spayed, microchipped, and she's had all of her age-appropriate vaccines. And she's waiting for her new forever family at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center and that is at 2400 Lone Star Drive at I-30, west of Hampton Road. And in in all uh, honesty, I have to tell you that it says right here in the same sentence, she will be waiting for his new forever family. Tanner is one of those names that uh, doesn't really tell you right off the bat, but there are several references to she, so we're going to assume that this is a female dog. The Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center is open for adoptions every day. From noon until 6, animals are available by walk-in on a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. Please browse the SPCA of Texas Available Animals at spca.org slash findapet. That is spelled spca.org slash findapet. Also visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. It uh, still puzzles me how you can write a description of a cat. I'm a dog guy. Dogs are sweet, they're lovable, or they're independent, or they're frisky. They love to fetch and retrieve and come back. They love to swim in the water. They love to cuddle up. They love to play with other dogs. They, how do you write something like that about a cat? How can you figure cats out? I don't understand cats. <laughs> but uh, they have cat experts, and uh, they do that for cats, too. So anyway, that's Tanner the dog. Sponsored today by Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Don't, don't write to me about cats. That won't help me understand them any better. I love all animals. And uh, so anyway, Wortham Brothers Roofing Company at 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com, Texas' premier roofing contractor. They've been serving the entire Metroplex, when, finest in roofing since 1986. That's 35 years, folks. The experience of tens of thousands of roofs installed. They have all kinds of roofs. Composition, clay and concrete tile, metal roofs, slate roofs. They do new roofs. They do residential re-roofing. They do it all. They do commercial re-roofing. If you have hail or wind damage, or if you just think you might have, let them come out and inspect your roof and put it through the paces and see if there is damage there. Most especially if you're getting ready to sell your home or your business, or if you have an insurance policy you're getting ready to change, or if you just want to make sure that uh, you don't have damage or might have before the one-year insurance uh, limitation might run out. For all those reasons, call Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Get them out on site. Nice people. They also happen to be the people who put our roof on, and they did a spectacular job. I've had lots of comments from lots of their customers. They have so many great customers. Several generations of customers now, people use them and then they move to another house. They say, hey, come on over here too, please. We need another roof. 972-562-5788. That's wbroofing.com. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. 
I'm Michael Stone from Stone's Ace Hardware at Casa View in East Dallas. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community, and Jen and I are always there to answer your questions. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. All right, Michael, thank you very, very much. A nice husband-wife combination. They love their store. It's a dream come true for them. Let's go to our first call today. This is Mark in Plano. Mark, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil. I have an absolutely yes, gorgeous uh, Texas bird of paradise or Mexican bird of paradise, the plant that you had in this week's, uh, this week's email. And I have yes, these sir. nice seed, pod, seed pods hanging from it. And I want to know, can I grow some of my own? from these seed pods and how do I go about doing that? I think you probably can. The The fruit will have to ripen. I think that's going to be your biggest challenge. I don't know if it's going to ripen before freeze. And um, uh, so that I think is going to be the, the biggest issue. Uh, but uh, just wait and they, they need to get ripe and they need to rattle. They need to be brown. I haven't done it, um, but I'll, my bet would be that it's going to be an easier task for people way south. Okay, we'll give it a try, and we'll let you know in the spring how it turns out. I'd love to hear it. Thank you so much. Take care, Mark. Be well. All right, Dave is in Sulphur Springs, and uh, we will come to him. Let me get my first break, a regular break out of the way so I don't fall behind. That's my old trick is to uh, is to get behind at the outset, and you never get caught up. That's uh, the way it works, it seems like. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my... Uh, Offer to you as a go-to gardening reference. I think you'll find it to be ultimately helpful to you as you uh, try to, uh, to to garden in the Texas conditions. I self-published this book because I wanted to be able to make the decisions myself. First decision was I want Carolyn Skye as my editor, and I want Cindy Smith as my graphics designer. And the reason for that was I had worked with both of these incredibly talented ladies many times on many different projects, and I knew them to be the best in their art in each case. And we three put this book together. It has 344 pages, 840 of my photographs that somehow Cindy worked into those 344 pages. It is printed in San Antonio at Clear Visions Press, and it was bound at Universal Bookbindery in San Antonio. This truly is a Lone Star Gardening Reference book. I didn't want it to say printed in China or any other country. I wanted it to say printed in Texas, and it was and is. Now, it's in its fifth printing right now. It covers all topics of outdoor gardening for all parts of Texas. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas, things you have to know to get started, and this chapter covers all the other chapters. I mean, things in it apply to all chapters. Chapter 2 is uh, the calendar. It tells you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and protect all of your plants month by month, four pages per month, 48 total pages. Then individual chapters in great detail on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. This book is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. I chose not to do that because I wanted to be able to sign every copy. Can't do that if it's in stores. And... uh, Your satisfaction is completely guaranteed or I'll refund every penny. Can't do that if it's in stores. But uh, the interesting thing is with 67,000 copies sold and delivered, I've not had one request for a refund. People seem to be very satisfied with it. I think you will be too. It's only $36.95 plus tax and postage, and there are two ways you can buy it. One is by calling my office weekdays, 800-752-4769. 800-752-GROW, G-R-O-W. The better way, though, that's more dependable, is to go to my website at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. We had foundation repairs at the Sperry House several years ago, so I called my friends. I did the same thing I'm suggesting you do. I called Advanced Foundation Repair. They came to our home. Their estimates are always free. Their work is affordable. It always is, not just for me, for you as well. Give them a call, 214-333-0003. If you need foundation help, it's Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003. All right, they are great people, great integrity, long history of great foundation work. 
couldn't say more good things about them as if you gave me three hours. Arborological services, the experts your trees deserve. Wait till you, uh, wait till you see their work. Wait till you see their crews. They are truly the best in the business. They've won the awards. Some of those awards are named for their people because they are that revered in the tree service industry. Three of their principal people have been awarded Arborist of the Year for the state of Texas. Now, that award has been handed out for about 22 years, something like that, and already three of the people at Arborological Services have won that distinction. And they also have 12 International Society of Arboriculture certified arborists on their team. These are the people who lead the crews going out to look at your trees. They serve the entire Dallas and Tarrant County areas, southern Denton and Collin counties as well. They have tree climbing crews that have taken state competitions. In fact, in fact, Miguel Pastanez is an 11-time Texas state tree climbing champion. He's represented uh, the state to the North American championship all of those times, won the North American championship in 2015. Nobody compares to the great work done by Arborological Services, from complete tree management and maintenance to heroic things like consultation and damage assessment and appraisal. They are serious about trees. On Facebook, they're Arborological Services, Inc., Twitter, at The Tree Experts, and uh, their website is arborological.com. The phone number, sounds like a big national company, but they are strictly local, 866-552-7267. Make note of that number. Your trees deserve it, 866-552-7267, Arborological Services. I'm Alan from Justin Ace Hardware. We're your source of those great Traeger grilling products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Alan, very, very much. Let's go to Dave in Sulphur Springs. Dave, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hi, Neil. Hi there. Hey, uh, I'm one of the 67,000 very happy customers of Lone Star Gardening Books. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. You bet. Hey, my question is about fruit trees, um, kind of twofold. One is how how wet can the roots stand to be, and uh, is there any difference between uh, at wet tolerance with peach trees versus apple trees? I've got blackland prairie dirt. Um, I got a, my neighbors about a foot higher than I am. Uh, all their water from their property drains onto mine. We you know we've put the uh, French drain in around the uh, side of the house, et cetera. And before we did that, the water table on our on our house when it was raining was right up to the bottom of the pad. Uh, so we've since got that drained out a little bit, but I would like to uh, you know, kind of grade a little bit, maybe a degree, and kind of move that water toward the street, but keep it on the property long enough to water trees. However, I uh, don't know if they're going to suck up enough water to, to keep the roots dry enough. Does that make sense? Uh, it kind of does. The part that doesn't make sense was your very outset of the thing. I thought Sulphur Springs was in the red soils. Are you are you uh, in Sulphur Springs? A um, little bit outside of Sulphur Springs, but I've got that stuff that cracks about. You know, no, I got it. Are you are you uh, <laughs> are you toward Greenville then, or what? No, I'm kind of right in back of the airport. Well, I don't know Sulphur Maybe. Springs that well. I, I, I oh, I'm sorry. Came, I came right across about. as the local expert, and I'm not. I, I just I thought that Sulphur Springs was beyond the the changeover. I'm surprised that you have blackland soil. Let me let me tell you the the pitfalls. Um, my my old theory is you can always add water. It's much harder to subtract water from soils. So you sure. always want to <laughs> you always want to have plants growing in an area that drains well, and that sounds okay. like quite the opposite of what you have. So you, you need yep. to try to get that water out of the way. Better to have it uh, need to be watered uh, 10 times a year than spend 10 days that are super saturated, um, okay. especially for apples and especially in blackland soil. Apples are troubled by cotton root rot, and you probably are about the, the easternmost area where you'll have cotton root rot. It's only in the alkaline soils. As soon as you get into the red soils of East Texas, you won't see cotton root rot being nearly the problem. And uh, so I, I would, I would try to get that water away rather than trying to retain it in any way. I th- was that the question okay. you asked in, in different wording? 
Kind of, yeah. I, I wanted to know basically how uh, how tolerant they are of what, of moist soil and what I what am I going to what I'm going to do with the soil and the moisture and how I'm going to get rid of it. All right. Well, let's address that. Let's address that. Yeah. But I will tell you that if if it gets wet, um, it's going to be during. This is a, this is my most brilliant statement of my career. It's going to be during the wet season. <laughs> Isn't that great? And that, that tends to be during cooler weather, so it's not going to dry out sure. as quickly. It's not going to be in July sure. and August. It's going to be in March and April. And so they're going to stay wet a long time, and, and that's really not a good thing. Now, as far as getting water out of there, your, your changing of the grade is a great idea. Uh, any kind of a berm that you can uh, put in place to deflect their water and, and get it off-site, or any kind of a, uh, a swale that you can cut that would let it drain yeah. away uh, would help. That's what I've done at our house. I, I did some re-landscaping, and, and I wasn't careful, and I redirected water toward our front porch. And so I've had to go through and take some of that soil right back out again a year later and, yes, uh, and, and take it around the house. And it doesn't take much. You'd be amazed unless you have some kind of monsoon. It, 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 it doesn't take much, an inch or two of removal. And, and uh, you know, if you, if you can get some kind of a line level, the, the little inexpensive levels you put on a string uh, to, or, or a, a good level on a, a really good straight edge uh, uh, two-by-six or something, to, to monitor how you're getting along, a fall of an inch in 10 feet is more than adequate to, to get the water out of the way. Um, oh, very but good. I would, I, would, I would do that. I would do that. Fix the water and then think about the trees. You can always add the water. It doesn't cost that much water yep. to to uh, to keep them moist during the the summertime. Sure, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Good to hear from you. Take care. All right. Let's okay. see where we are. Let's go to Zach in Rockwall. Zach, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hi, Neil. How are you doing today? I'm great. Appreciate your call very much. So I've got a question about uh, we live out on some acreage in Rockwall. And I'm trying to get the grass to grow in my pasture. Uh, it's it's. I had a soil analysis done on it, um, and <laughs> there's a whole bunch of red on here, meaning low salts, nitrates, phosphate, potassium, uh, and and all that. And then and then there's high, it's high in calcium, and uh, the pH is like 7.8 to eight. My question to you is, what what do I put? What what can I put on the soil cost effectively and till it in or whatever to give it some nutrients so that it would support healthy grass grow? All right, and you're low in phosphorus. Uh, let's see here, phosphorus, uh, phosphate. Yes. Is, uh, phosphate is eight. It says. Eight. Well, I guess it's giving me a recommendation of pounds per acre. It's red. It doesn't tell me the exact amount, I guess. But it is recommending that some phosphorus be added. Right, right. And okay. I mean, I don't want to just put chemical fertilizer out there. If I can get away with it, I'd rather do... All know, right. Mark that on the wall because you will not see uh, the the blackland soils or, or the soils in the blackland uh, uh, needing phosphorus very long and very often. Phosphorus accumulates in the alkaline soils and uh, in the clay soils. And granted, you may be on shallow soil, I don't know, but but uh, you're going to end up with too much phosphorus very quickly, so keep an eye on okay. that. Okay. Um, what are, what kind of grass? You're talking about some kind of Bermuda grass? Bermuda grass, yes. And right. actually, the soil is light, very light gray all right. Well, that's that's the chalky soil. Now, let me let me tell you first of all, Zach. If you are if you are asking about pasture grasses, that's not my specialty. If you're talking about Bermuda grass as a turf or a, a quasi turf in a on a large lawn area, I can help you with that. But when you get into pasture okay. grasses, you need a, an agronomist, and uh, the the county extension office will help you with that. That's what they do for a living. Uh, it's okay. a very different science, but nitrogen is what you need to get the grass to uh, to grow well. Uh, a light-colored soil is is low in organic matter, 
uh, the, the calcareous soils, the, the limestone from which all of our soils originated in, in the metroplex. Uh, it, it is what is below all the black clay soils. The limestone uh, is, uh, is going to give you that chalky, light-colored look, and it doesn't have much nutrition in it. So nitrogen and phosphorus and potassium will be low initially, but as you, as you build up the, uh, the organic matter content, etc., be careful not to go too high on the middle number on phosphorus. That, that's where we usually run into problems. But I'm, I don't know how you're going to be adding uh, nutrients if you don't use some kind of inorganic fertilizer because to add organic fertilizers will take you years. I have no problem with you doing it, but you're going to okay. have to be very, very patient because they break down very slowly and they have, they have very low analyses. Uh, they, okay. they may have uh, 6% or 4% total uh, uh, nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium content whereas you can easily get uh, 30 or 40% NPK using inorganics. And, uh, okay. and, and you can get controlled release uh, out of the inorganics, so it's not like you're polluting anything. So you're going to okay. have to make that decision. Okay. So if I was going to use you know, something that was going to be effective in the near future, um, uh, you're, you're recommending what balance would- of... I would recommend a high nitrogen, probably a 4-1-2 ratio, so that might be something like 24-6-12 or some equivalent. It does not have to be that exact ratio, but something of that sort. Um, and I would recommend it in, uh, in early April, or mid-April, uh, mid-June, and probably first of September, probably three feedings, uh, because are you going to be irrigating this area? Uh, temporary irrigation all right all right well at least uh, at least the the mid-april and early september feedings um the the june one is is optional if you're not irrigating uh, because there's no point in feeding it if you're not going to be watering it so uh, if it's a big area and you don't feel like you can justify putting that much water out and you don't want to look like a water hog then right. certainly that's not necessary but the spring and, and fall feedings are very critical and um then mow it at, uh, if it's common Bermuda, you'd mow it at an uh, inch and a half. Uh, there are people who will tell you, mow it higher, and that's a mistake that weakens the grass. You don't want to mow it too okay. low. But that's, that's okay. as far as I dare go. I'm behind on getting to my garden tip, okay. and, and, uh, but that's, that's a good start. Talk, okay, to, talk to the county extension office and, and let them help you on, uh, on, on small pasture, and, and they'll have some good information. Okay, great. Thank you. All right. Appreciate your call very much. Thank you, sir. All right. Let's see where we are. Uh, we're out of calls. That's where we are. Let me give you the phone number. Uh, thank you all for calling. First time around, let's refill. 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Call right now. We are live. We're one of those rare entities, a live uh, a talk show on a weekend. There aren't many of us out there. Most of them are recorded things. We're also a gardening show. There aren't a whole lot of things that aren't financial or, uh, you know, other things. So here we are. So like it or not, here we are. Wild Birds Unlimited. You'll like them, and there they are. There are three of their stores that join together to sponsor my weekend broadcasts here and on WBAP, and I hope you'll get in and look around because you will come away a bird lover. Uh, If you're already a bird lover, then you'll really enjoy these stores. In Dallas, uh, on Lover's Lane at 5715 West Lover's Lane, that's right beside Nicholson Hardy Nursery and Garden Center, just west of the tollway. Also in East Dallas at 6333 East Mockingbird Lane, the northwest corner of Abrams, and the McKinney Store, 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway, near Tom Thumb. Now, uh, two of those three are uh, open seven days a week. McKinney is open six days a week. You need to get in today. They're all open right now, and you will love going into Wild Birds Unlimited. You know what's flying through town right now? You need to attract to your backyard Hummingbirds. Hummingbirds are migrating through right now, and they have the high-perch hummingbird feeders that are fabulous for attracting hummingbirds. They also have all the different kinds of bird seeds that you might want, and they also have 
all the information, the enthusiasm, the help, the feeds, the the bird houses, uh, everything that you want for birds. WBU.com slash DFW. Again, 5715 West Lovers Lane, 6333 East Mockingbird Lane, and in McKinney, 3001 South Harden Boulevard. That's Wild Birds Unlimited, bringing people and nature together. At the top and 30 minutes past the hour, we get to the bottom. Here's the bottom line of today's top stories. Excessive heat. Russian. Border wall. Our economy. Families are paying more for top of mind awareness. Real news and information 570-KLIF-KLIF.com. KLIF, Neil Spray's eGardens is my free Thursday night electronic newsletter. You heard reference to it just a few moments ago. You need to sign up for it if you're not getting it already. It comes directly from my computer to your email just a little after 6 p.m. There always are five stories. One of them will be a featured plant of the week as the Mexican bird of paradise was a night and a half ago. Uh, one of them will always be a featured question of the week, sometimes two. This week it was three questions of the week. And some, and always you will have gardening this weekend where I point out the things that need to be done in your landscape and garden in the next three or four days from the time it comes out. You can always uh, uh, sign up anytime, 24-7, at my website, neilsperry.com. I'll never... Uh, sell or give your email address to anybody. You'll never get any spam from anybody as a result of signing up for Neil Sperry's eGardens. Take a look at it. We leave the most recent issue archived on my website right where you sign up. That's at Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Click on that eGardens tab. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. It's funny how garden myths and mystiques come about. Somebody says it, and before you know it, everybody believes it, especially in this day and age of the Internet. I want to bring a couple of myths to you and point out some mystiques and some mistakes that people make. Here's one. I'm going to plant native plants. They'll do better in my landscape. That may or may not be a myth. Actually, the better term is adapted. What you want is a plant that's adapted to its new home. Unless you're out to prove some specific botanical point about Texas trees, shrubs, and vines, you really should be more concerned with how successful a plant will be in your landscape. Whether it's from Japan or just down the street, it needs to perform. Another thing is I'm tired of lawn management. It's ground covers for me. Ground covers are more work than turf grass. Keep that in mind. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. Thank you, sir, very, very much. I've heard about eGardens. I think I just talked about eGardens. Let me tell you right now about Ace Hardware. They sponsor this entire hour, next entire hour. And my goal is to get you to stop by Ace Hardware today and say, hey, I heard Neil talking about you, and I heard that you sponsored this, and I thank you for that. If you would do that, it would be a wonderful thing. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. They have local experts who know the right questions to ask to make sure you get everything you need. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal on Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard Fall Lawn Food. It's just $21.99 a bag. There's an extra $2 savings off. For Ace Rewards members, there's a limit of two bags. Fall is the best time to feed with Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard Fall Lawn Food. It builds strong, deep roots for a better lawn come spring. The lawn food is formulated to deliver the nutrients lawns need in the fall to repair damage from the heat, drought, and activity of the summer, and even leftover damage from last winter. It improves your lawn's ability to absorb water and nutrients versus unfed turf. Apply it to any type of grass. That is Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard Fall Lawn Food for $21.99 a bag with an extra $2 off for Ace Rewards members, limit of two bags. I hope that you'll get by your local Ace Hardware and get that trusted advice you can rely on. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. When you wake up... 
crisis at the border. When you work. Reopening our economy. When you drive home. This escalation of violence. What's happening right now. All day. Update your day at the top and bottom of each hour. Keep myself as updated as possible. On Real News and Information, 570 KLIF. KLIF.com. My website is neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. My first name is spelled in alphabetic order, N-E-I-L. Of all the ways you can spell Neil, I think that's the only one that has the vowels arranged in alphabetic order. Anyway, I've I've seen a lot of different ways. But that's the way you get to uh, uh, buy my book. That's where it is sold, at neilsperry.com. It's Lone Star Gardening. It's where you sign up for Neil Spray's eGardens. It's where you see my 1001 Frequently Asked Questions and a lot of other great information. Take a look at my website at neilsperry.com. I'm Bill Jablonowski from Jabo's Ace Hardware in Keller, Capel, and Fort Worth. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community and who's there to answer your questions. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Bill, very, very much. Let's go to Kent in Denton. Kent, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon, Neil. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I was in your uh, football stadium last night watching our granddaughters in the band and in the drill team for McKinney Boyd. So beautiful okay, stadium yeah. and beautiful sunset last night. Well, it's uh, it, it's been nice. It's been nice up here. I guess all all over the DFW area. Yeah, it sure uh, was pretty nice. How can I help you today? Well, I've got uh, I don't know. Uh, there there may be a better name for it. I call it nut grass. I uh, it's in flower beds and uh, has intruded into uh, into some of the Bermuda grass that I have in my lawn. And I've tried with uh, with a little hand spade uh, pulling it out. I've tried uh, what I think is <laughs> what I think it, uh, in a chemical base. Not trying to use something that's terrible, but. Uh, uh, I just haven't had any luck. I need I need some need some expert opinion on uh, how to get rid of this. Okay, and, uh, well, I can an application or two or three, or, and I'm not afraid to dig a little bit. But that hasn't. No, digging will never get it. No, digging will never get it. The um, the the little things that look like coconuts, tiny coconuts, the size of English peas, are the are the reason it's called nut grass or nut sedge. It's actually a sedge. Uh, it's a, a lower plant, and uh, they are daisy-chained together by umbilical roots that, that link them, and you'll never get all of those out of the soil. There are two products that are specifically intended for its uh, removal. Uh, you have to be patient with them, but they do a, a good job. I have not had any uh, firsthand experience with Sedgehammer. It is more of a commercial product that uh, that. that landscape contractors use but it is available to consumers it's uh, like a play on words with sledgehammer without the l sedgehammer um, so that's one uh, the one that is more common for consumers is called image uh, image was originally brought out probably 30 years ago as a growth retardant for grasses and as i was told at that time uh, they discovered as they were testing it as a growth retardant on lawns they said, hey, look here. Not only does it slow the growth of the grass down, but look what happened. The nut sedge went away. And so they started testing it for that and, uh, and introduced it as, as such. Uh, I, I took that from the sales rep as being gospel, so I, I assume that that story is true. But it's kind of like drilling for water and you strike oil instead. So, uh, But the original image is what you are trying to find. The, the product has been so successful that the, the, the current owners of the product have decided that they want to take advantage of that and, and introduce other products under the same name. Uh, broaden the the label and uh, they just made a mess personal opinion of it for those of us who have to recommend it you need to look for the original image that's what you would ask for and the one that says on the label for nuts edge control nuts edge because the others are for other weeds and they won't do any good on the nuts edge and they'll kill things you don't want to kill 
So because you're you're going to be using it in the wrong place. But but uh, image for nuts edge control can be used in turf grass. It can be used around a lot of other ornamental plants, like you said, flower beds and things. Can't be used around everything, but it can be used around many. Either uh, my yard uh, where it's starting to intrude into the grass as well. Mostly mostly uh, Bermuda. There is some St. Augustine in there mixed. I've uh, used it in both. It, it was intended for use in turf grass, so that that part's no problem. It's when you go into okay. the flower bed, you have to you have to check the label more carefully. You know, a place that I would be more concerned uh, would be if you're using it around plants that have fleshy roots, big big roots like daylilies or things. I, I would probably be pretty reserved using it there, but but it's it's recommended around lots of different shrubs. Uh, uh, ground covers, things of that sort. So just check the label. Well, I, well, I had some shrubs there, and the uh, uh, the 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 ice storm got them. So right. I had to pull you them can, out. So all I, all I'm so, growing is nut sedge right there right now. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, you can check the label uh, online. You can read the whole label. Uh, what you would want to do is Google um, control nut sedge, one word. Um, image herbicide those those five key words and that will and and then product label enter the the phrase product label and that will take you to the official label that they have to put on the uh, product and you scroll all the way through it and see all the different plants Uh, i will tell you one other i'll tell you one other thing that may or may not be on the label Uh, it is recommended that it, it it needs to have two applications 30 days apart and both of them must fall between May 15 and September 15. So you're outside that limit now. You're going to have to wait till spring. Uh, it's about to go dormant, and, and you won't have time to get good control now. Okay. All right. Okay, well, a little late. I've uh, been fighting it all year, and yep. it's just kind of gotten worse. So, yep, uh, and it will. It's anyway. a horrible, horrible weed. But that will get you going. All right. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate yes, sir. It. Thanks for the call, Kent. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, I think I can help Dale and Aubrey very quickly. I don't think that's going to take very long, so let's try that one. Dale, this is Neil. Good afternoon. How can I help you? Thanks for taking my call, Neil. Yes, sir. I have a question about peonies. Okay. Uh, they grow well up here. I have read in your book that it looks like you recommend no more than zone 5 or 6, but I've seen that they grow in 7 or 8. And some even have said nine online, and so I don't know. Nine? Oh, my heavens. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Peonies grow. um, I've lived in the Dallas-Fort Worth area for uh, 51 years, and uh, I could show you some peonies in McKinney, um, in Denton. I have seen some in Dallas. I don't recall ever seeing them very far south of Dallas. Uh, in Aubrey, I would imagine that there could be some, probably are some. Um, it's been several years since I've seen them bloom very well in McKinney. There are a lot of them in the older neighborhoods in Collin County. Uh, but like I say, it's been, you know what, I took some photos this year. I did take some photos this year uh, in, in older McKinney. I'll, I'll tell you, my I, I both of my degrees are from Ohio State. I grew up in Texas, went to Ohio State, taught for two years in northern Ohio, came back to Texas. So I've seen peonies the way they're supposed to look. Um, I'm just going to cut right to the chase. Are they really worth the effort? They bloom in April. If they last a week, it's a miracle because the wind and the rain at that time of year just beat them to a pulp, and they bloom well probably one year in five. The plants are expensive. Uh, If you're going to try them, try two or three plants at the most and see how you get along with them. If you can find some in an older neighborhood that somebody will uh, uh, give to you in exchange for something, do that because some of the old heirloom varieties are going to be much more successful than the new hybrids that they are planting in the north. That's my experience. I don't know whether that's backed by any research. But they are very challenging not happy. Uh, you have to go another 200 miles north before they're very satisfied. And zone 9 is a joke, whoever put that in. Now, maybe zone 9 and well, I, I can't think of a zone 9 in America where they would be happy. Too warm. 
So uh, my good friend, Phil Huey, my good friend, Phil Huey, has been a friend for those 51 years. And Phil's comment early on when he had some nice ones as assistant park director of the Dallas Park Department at Samuel Grand Park, he said, Neil, anytime we have an ice storm, I will pile the ice over the crowns of the peonies there. He said, I never put it on artificially. If it isn't cold outside and we don't have ice otherwise, I don't do it. But if we have an ice storm or snow, I'll pile that over them so that they get a little more. And uh, so I've always I, I respected him and respect him immensely. And anyway, for what that's worth. Yeah, that's, that's important. Um, yeah. Do you have any other suggestions for a big blooming flower that's a perennial? Oh, my gosh, I spent six weeks writing that chapter in my book. I can't do that in, in the minute I have left where I need to get this break in. Yeah, there's a, a chart in there, the 120 best perennials for Texas, what months they bloom. So I'm about to do the ad for it. I'll just put that in my ad. But, yes, there are great perennials as far as large flowers. Um, you just pick and choose from, from those. Nothing is as large. Well, uh, mallows, hardy hibiscus have large flowers. There's some nice pinks and whites in there, so that would be probably the largest of all. So I got to run, but hopefully that'll help, Dale. I'd, I'd plant very few peonies and, and see how you get along with them. So anyway, I appreciate your call very much. I hope I helped. Uh, Neil Perry's Lone Star Gardening is, uh, I hope, your go-to gardening reference. That uh, chart that I have uh, in the book was a poster that I sold for $10. Um, Jimmy Turner when he was at the Dallas Arboretum, and I worked on that poster, worked on it for uh, several weeks. And it tells you how tall, how wide these perennials grow, what months they bloom. Uh, oh, and by the way, I, I transposed that with my wife's help, dictating and going back and forth uh, to put it into a chart in the book, verbatim in the book. You know, I have to, it comes in the book as a, as a multi-page chart. Uh, what colors these various uh, uh, perennials come in, sun or shade, what areas of Texas they do best in, uh, their growth form, whether they're arching, whether they are weeping, whether, well, same thing, uh, whether they're bolt upright, whether they're spreading. Um, what else does it say? Any particular insect or disease problems, etc. My own personal rating of uh, A, B, C, or D. So all that is in that, that chart. That, that chart represents... A couple weeks of my life putting it together, and Jimmy's as well. So uh, that is available to you in, in the book. The book has 11 chapters. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter 2 is that calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and protect all of your plants. 48 pages of that information, 4 pages per month. And then extensive chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, uh, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit and vegetables. I spent a year writing this book, and it's only $36.95 plus tax and postage, 840 of my photographs, 344 pages. If you buy it at $36.95 plus tax and postage, and if you don't feel like it more than paid for itself in, in a year, I will buy it back from you at full price. You'll get all your money back. 67,000 copies sold in the first five printings, and no one has asked for a refund yet. If you're the first, you be the first. And I'll tell people when there is one, but there hadn't been one yet. I sign every copy as it sells. It's not in stores and not on Amazon. Here are the two ways you can get it. You can call my office Monday through Friday. Uh, the lady who is uh, uh, in the office most of the time is uh, helping a, a friend who is uh, having some health issues, and so she's in and out. Uh, but the number at the office is 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way is to order online at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Lens Landscape Lighting not only adds beauty to your home, it's also a demonstrated security enhancement. When it comes to your greatest investment, safety and security never look so good. And Lens Landscape Lighting also makes the curb appeal of your home shine even brighter after dark. Expertly installed outdoor lighting by Lens ensures the beauty of your home never takes a night off. For more info, go to LensLighting.com. That's L-E-N-T-Z Lighting.com. 
Hello friends, this is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Tommy, very, very much. Let me tell you, and uh, we'll uh, maybe hear from him an hour from now. Um, he wasn't sure if he'd be able to join us today, but we'll find out. Let me tell you right now about Whiskey Stone. I hope you'll get out there today. What a beautiful day to get to Whiskey Stone. Since 1983, the experts there have been leaders across the Metroplex turning landscaping dreams into realities. And by that, I mean you don't have a landscape finished until you have beautiful stone in that landscape. And Whiskey Stone can deliver that to you, literally. They deliver anywhere you can hear me, anywhere in Texas and beyond. They buy their stone from all over the Southwest, 22 acres of this beautiful stone. Everything from landscaping boulders to decorative rock and gravel, they have it all. They have beautiful stone for patios and for walks, paths. And they have gorgeous stone for retaining walls. And they also have river rock in several different colors, several different sizes. A stone for every project, every need. You need to go by and see it. Again, they're open Monday through Saturday at 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth. 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth. For more information, visit their website, whiz-q.com, W-H-I-Z hyphen q.com or call them at 817-429-0822 817-429-0822 it's whiz q stone i'm mike from grand prairie ace hardware we're your source of those great lawn and garden products count on us for friendly service you can trust ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks and now back to neil Thank you, Mike. James and Salina, I have about a minute. I'm going to try to help you, but I may have to hold you over until after the, the news at the top of the hour. How are you this afternoon? How can I help? I'm doing great, Neil. Thank you. I have uh, some crepe myrtles that have uh, the bark scale. Yes, sir. And was, was wondering, I've already used uh, light detergent to scrub them off. And if okay. I w- was wondering if it's too late to drench the soil to get rid of that. Well, you're halfway through the year. You do that in mid-May, so you're either very late or very early. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's the wrong time to do that because that's when the young crawlers are active. And if you go to crepemyrtletrails.org, C-R-A-P-E, crepemyrtletrails.org, and then uh, click to pull down pest control under under basic care, you'll see the information on controlling them. Hang on, we'll come back if you need me to. We'll be back another hour, folks. Stay tuned.